Heidi and Frank Show on Southern California's Rock Station, 95.5 KLOS. Heidi and Frank Show. We'll have a big decision coming up here. Maybe in a few minutes, because I want to understand Carl's Jr. is coming by. Mm. So your big decision is going to be, are you going to have the Angus Thick Burger or a Beyond Raptor Burger? Ooh, oh, my God. Angus Thick has some, like, prime rib on it. Yeah. It's part of their oh. new primal menu yeah. in, uh, in association with the launch of Jurassic World movie that's uh, hitting theaters tonight. Hooray! Oh, yeah, Carl's Jr. coming. A big decision coming up for us. But if you have a big decision in your life... Give us a call, and we'll try to help you out with it. Diego's got a big decision. Hello, Diego. Hi, how you doing? What's your big decision? I kind of want to be a screenwriter. Uh, developing a screenplay right now. All right, give, uh, us, give us the elevator friends. pitch. Uh, still working on it, but essentially it's a mental health film, kind of based on events of my life and one of my friends' lives, kind of the importance of opening it, opening up to others, being able to help yourself and kind of mental growth in a way. From like when you guys were teenagers? Yeah, uh, I struggled a lot with mental health throughout like junior high and high school, so. Well, I think you're onto something there. Mental health is a huge uh, thing that yes. people, are, people are recognizing more now. It's not uh, swept under the rug or avoided. Make that movie. So it yeah, it might be something that needs to be made. So write it up and then uh, bring it down here. Maybe we'll produce it Yeah, for but you. it better be good. Well, it's going to be good. I don't produce crap except for this show. <laughs> no, but I'm saying his script... I mean, it better be relatable to a wide population of people. You know how many people are mentally ill? I know a lot, but the thing is, is I'm looking at three of them right now. There are people who who all the time are sitting there with their friends and like, oh my God, our lives should be a movie. Oh my God, we should start a podcast. No, you shouldn't. Well, yeah, don't start a podcast, but yeah, do a movie. (laughs) Your life should be a movie, not a podcast. Go all the way to the top. Just saying, it better uh, be relatable. All right, Diego, write up your your sides on it and we'll, we'll give it a look and maybe we'll produce it for you. Uh, one more thing. Uh, that story about the uh, zebra, that was in Santa Barbara. Oh, Santa wow. Barbara? They call that Central California? Santa Barbara? Pfft. I thought that was northern. Yeah, now. it's up by this place called Lizard's Mouth Rock. Uh, the zebra Maynard gets out all the time. He used to have two uh, two uh, llama siblings. Hmm. So Maynard <laughs> gets awesome. out all the time and he just roams around town. The neighbors know who he is, but is he, is he often a person who chases people on bikes? It's uh, up, on, like, up in the hills. Uh, kind of deep in there but yeah it kind of hops the fence maybe the you should write about out. maynard and his mental health issues why he can't stay inside <laughs> yes maybe yeah. he doesn't want to be he's, locked he's in. the agoraphobic zebra <laughs> that's no no, no, that's no he to wants stay to in. stay inside no he's he's the opposite <laughs> he's the claustrophobic zebra claustrophobic zebra write that i'll buy it he can't yeah <laughs> great right. Diego. Too. that's definitely a kid's book Oh, look at yes. Johnny B's deciding to trying to decide whether to produce a movie or not. Maybe we should oh, get Diego yeah. and Johnny together. Oh, hey, sure. Johnny B. Hey, how's it going, man? It's Johnny B, the producer. Hey, man, I don't want to work with nobody but you guys. I mean, that other guy seems amateur. <laughs> and, and, and you sound completely professional. Thank you, Johnny. He B. does sound like a Hollywood guy. He does. Yeah. <laughs> what was the movie? Yeah, produced a movie for you. What was eh? the movie where the mob wanted to produce a movie? Oh, oh get shorty, get, get shorty. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's already been written. Sorry, Johnny B. <laughs> uh, I guess another big decision we can make is uh, should we invite my uh, high school buddy Kevin in now? Because Kevin's here, 
Kevin, okay. uh, I went to high school with Kevin, and uh, he uh, is one of the first responders. He was on the, on the SWAT team there in my hometown and uh, started Responder Bourbon with all the proceeds going to uh, families of the fallen and, and the first responder families. So, uh, yeah, go ahead, and, go ahead and bring him in here. He brought his bourbon with him, so we're going to taste it up a little bit. Do I have my, my, my shot glasses? Somebody got, Oh, I do have my shot glasses in here. So we'll give it a little sip. We're not going to drink, Keith. We're going to sip. So that's what you do with whiskey. You don't drink it. You sip it. Like oh, I you go. enjoy it. Here he is. Get in there, Kevin. Have a seat right here. Now, how long has it been since you've seen Kevin? I saw Kevin maybe, today. maybe a year or two ago back home in Indiana. Yeah. Have a seat. Get on that mic. Get your face right on it. Get your headphones on so you guys can hear what we're talking about. Because there's Heidi. She's in our La Quinta studios, so you won't be able to hear her talk unless you got your headphones on. Okay, Thanks. got it. Yep. Thanks for coming in, Kevin. Thanks for having us. This is awesome. You're on 93.9 Cali. Yeah, you're not. That's a sister station, but we don't have We're the remote kidding. to the TV to change the graphic. So, you know, that, our big decision was: do we leave that graphic on, or do we put our, you know, just turn the TV off? And so we left yeah. that graphic yeah. on. So, nah, whatever. But uh, yeah, I uh, I went to high school with Kevin. I think it's when uh, when we met because uh, your dad moved to our school, became the head football coach, and so the whole oh, cool. whole the whole family moved to West Vigo High School, and that's when I met Kevin. What year was that? You were a Freshman, sophomore? sophomore. So it'd been what eighty six, I think. Yeah, nineteen eighty six. Yeah, long time ago. Long, long time, time ago, ago. Yeah. and uh, been friends ever since. He stayed back in Terre Haute, and he uh, became a a first responder for the Terre Haute Very PD. Cool. Yep, twenty nine years. Twenty nine years. Yeah, and then you got uh, now you're on the SWAT team. Yeah, so my current position, I'm the SWAT team commander. Um, been doing that. Yeah. Thank you. Good for you, man. Thank you. Good for you. Good for you. (laughs) I don't know about that. But, uh, yeah, so I've been on the job for 29 years. I've been in SWAT for 25 and been the commander. Went through the whole, you know, the rank from assault or operator to assistant team leader to team leader. So you're doing that. I did it all. Where Terre Haute's located. It's in Vigo County. So you a SWAT commander for the whole county? I mean, how big is your area? um, for the county, but also the five counties that touch us. So we are the tactical support for actually Damn. six counties. Wow. wow. We should we should investigate these counties <laughs> oh, that are touching us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, has anyone looked into these counties? Are they touching us appropriately? Yeah, probably and Kevin, not. what's the big thing there? What are you really going in and um, using all your tactical gear for? Is it a lot of meth? Oh, uh, yeah. Meth is a, is, a, is a serious yeah. problem uh, back at home, like, like it is everywhere. Yeah, I heard um, Vigo County, our home county, was like one of the top producing meth counties in America. It's a, it's a great distinction to have, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. But we're number one in something. Uh, you got to be number one in something. That and Larry Bird. So yeah, I, I think right. Larry Bird and meth production, that's what we're number one in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Kevin, I'm from Batesville, Indiana, uh, Ripley County. Okay, that's, where I, that. that's where I grew up. And we're famous for uh, caskets and hospital beds yep. with Hill Rom Industries. That's what was made in my hometown. Yeah, yeah. So every time I watch Very a TV fun. show and I see Hill Rom on the hospital bed, I have to scream, they made that in Batesville. <laughs> and now my friends are like, we know, shut up. Now here's the we thing about uh, growing up in the, in the small town that we grew up. It was like a town of 5,000 people back in the day. West, West Terre Haute. Western, and I don't know how big Terre Haute's. It's uh, 150,000. But back yeah. when we were, it was like, what, 60, yeah, 80,000 yeah. people? It's yeah. grown quite a bit. So it's, it's got a University there, so it's been growing. We're getting a casino. 
What? Oh yeah, yeah. On oh, the river? Huge. No, it's going going out on the east side of town. I uh, thought it had to be on water. Like it didn't have to be actual boat, but it had to be on water. They changed the rules. Yeah, the Whoa. powers to be changed the rules there. That's so. Are you as a SWAT commander? You excited about a casino going in town? Uh, yes, because it really allows for fun, more funding for what we do every day. So right. the part of their proceeds has to go back to first responders, back to the city, uh, back to all emergency services, so stuff like that. So. Being from a, a small town and you now being the SWAT commander and you making busts and kicking through doors and stuff, do you ever kick through a door and be like, Hey Tim, we're just like we, we know the guy who's sitting on the couch. Like you have, any, like how many guys do you know that we know that you busted? No names. Uh, yeah, a lot. A lot of a lot. A lot. And they're yeah, like, especially early on. Like, Come on, Kevin. Oh yeah, we were on the oh, team yeah. together. <laughs> we played ball together. Yeah, I, I coach. You know, you, you hear all that type of stuff. I so. coach. Oh, no. Yeah, right. Like, well, no, I'm not. I wasn't the coach, but you know. Yeah, that's um, long family. That's got to be kind of weird busting like people it, that you know. It is. It's almost sad where it's like, come it, on. It was sad, especially early in my career. I mean, you'd see more of that, you know, working patrol, you know, whether it's domestic situations or you, yeah. a traffic stop, a DUI, which was like, oh no, you know, I knew this guy or gal for a long yeah. time. But, there's there's things that you just you can't ever, do. Ever so pull over somebody or a bus, yeah. uh, like a woman you dated in the past? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he was always a good picker when it came to ladies. He didn't date trash like me. <laughs> you picked up the trash. Kevin got the good girls. <laughs> Kevin got all the good girls. He was a stud in high school. Oh, that's not true. Oh, I, oh yeah, the ladies love Kevin. No, no. I mean, he barely wore a shirt around school. All he wore was coach's shorts. <laughs> Actually, the biking short, shorts. Short shorts. Yeah, those short biking shorts. And then he'd walk around school working out all the time. Uh, well, mm. yeah. um, he still does that because of what he does for a living. I mean, I, I try be... to, but I'm proudly supporting my dad bod, so I'm, I'm good <laughs> nice. with that. How many kids? And, do you and have? luckily, I'm, you know, I, I I don't make entry. I sit back in the command post where it's air conditioned or heated. Yes, right. And watch the guys work. So mm. you've so, earned yeah. it. So, yeah. You've earned it. I have four. Four, four kids. kids. Jesus yeah. Christ! What are their ages? Yeah, there's no more coming out. Yeah, of me. hey, thank God, thank God. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of eight though, so I'm you know I got halfway there. I knew he's like four kids. That's that's low for his family. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> How many kids your brother have? Uh, which brother? Yeah, no, so. <laughs> he, has, he, he had like five so brothers. Gre yeah, Greg's got four, three. Sorry, three. John has one who's getting married on Saturday. John's right. getting married. Oh my God, no, that his, poor thing. His son. Oh, his, his son's, son's getting son. married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought the woman marrying John. I'm like, oh, that poor thing. That would be <laughs> um, and then Chris has four, and just actually has five. Chris has five. So. Well, yeah. thank you for coming on the show. Thank You're you out here in Los Angeles. Kevin calls and says, "I'm coming out there because you got a distributor." Uh, who wants to distribute his uh, responders bourbon? Yep. And uh, so let's tell us about responders bourbon real quick. Like how you came up with the idea that did a, a, a distillery approach you about this? Uh, yeah. So Bardstown Bourbon Company, which is in Bardstown, Kentucky, um, we have a relationship with the CEO, and he asked me to come visit them um, when he actually took over CEO, which was a couple years ago. So this is a, this is a project twenty four months in the making, really. Um, but he invited me to come down and and see what he does every day for you know for a living. And we had met doing other things prior to him becoming CEO at Bardstown. And as he's showing me around, we're sipping all kinds of whiskey and telling me about bourbon. And he's like, you know, you go into a liquor store and you see 10, 15, 20 bourbons. You know, bourbon can only be made a certain way. I mean, there's right. actual rules there's for that rules. for Kentucky Straight right. Bourbon Whiskey, which is what this is. 
and you know from the mash bill to where it sits in you know rick house to the to uh how old it is all affects the flavor but it's really all kind of the same stuff and he said it's the story that that sells the bourbon Mm. and after sipping some more whiskey he's like you know what you got a great story we should do a brand I'm like, what are you talking about? What's my story? I'm one of eight kids and I'm an Irish Catholic. I don't think that's going to sell a little bit, but I've got a pretty extended family. But he goes, no, you and your partners, um, you know, Marty, and, you know, we have, you, know, you guys have a great story. Let's think about that and figure out how it would work. And I'm like, okay. So a couple of weeks later, he gives me a call and kind of gives me, you know, the plan on how we should attack it. Um, and after several weeks of figuring that out, trying to get our trademarks, uh, you know, back and forth with the trademark office, we settled on Responder as the name, filed all the proper paperwork, and off we went. We did a lot of research and again testing other types of bourbons that we. You oh, know, the testing part of bourbon's great. Isn't uh, it? Research is great. I love research. <laughs> love research. research was awesome, but we knew that you know, as a community, law enforcement, fire, EMS, we're heavy beer drinkers. Right, so we wanted to provide a, a bourbon that would be easy going, so it, you know, lower it down to the, you know, proof it down to ninety four, which is where it needs to be, um, to kind of keep it not hot, um, mm-hmm. because we want guys to buy it for more than just a gift, or it's the holiday season, or it's your birthday. Yeah, you want right. you want it to be drink you, you yeah. want it drinkable, yeah. And there's there's and, and through the other type of research, I mean, there really isn't anything out there that's solely dedicated as a professional business professional organization that provides products in the spirit industry for law enforcement for police fire ems all that stuff so so so, Love it. so the, the the proceeds are part of the proceeds anyway part of the proceeds go to uh the families of the fallen yeah absolutely that's part of our business plan it's what we're going to do um for example you know we had a close friend um on the job that was killed in july last july so 11 months ago and we're going to give back to his family so what we want to do, we want to make a significant impact to families. You know, all the little checks that they'd gotten were great, and they were a big support, big help for them. But we want to make a significant impact for one family, you know, every quarter. Or Being able to help with their kids do. go to school. Yeah, we want to be able yeah. to help with that. Not, you know, not give them something to get to the next. Yeah, that's, that's that, wonderful. To hold them over so, for a couple months so, is going to yeah, help. And you know, so we're, we're, we did our first release in November. Um, knocked it out of the park. It was very. It was a small batch, um, and then our next product releases the end of June, and we're adding the LA area or the LA district to our sales base. And Cisco signed us up. They wanted to take on our brand. They loved the story. They loved the, the guys behind it and what we're trying to do for our community. And um, and if this goes nationwide, which uh, it, oh, yeah, it definitely we, will, then you can help. You know, yes. basically, so, so, so many, many more. more. And we started in Indiana, Kentucky, and a little bit in Texas. So we're beefing that up, and then we're doing California, Florida, New York, and New Jersey. <laughs> I thought I was the only guy you knew in California. It turns <laughs> out you got a whole distributor. <laughs> yeah. Well, because of you, so Ben Udave, who is an executive chef at Cisco, follows you. He saw the post. So he took that to his uh, colleagues at work who run the spirits program. Said, hey, great story. Saw it on the Frank and Heidi show. I'm yeah. a big follower. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Look at that. So be- awesome, man. Yeah, so That's thanks great. to him. Pour, pour us up a couple shots. I want to taste it again. Uh, so this is a different mash bill than the first one. So slightly different, but it's still very smooth. I'm, now, I'm now with bourbon, you got uh, you got the rules are it has to be at least fifty one percent corn. Mm-hmm. It has to be you can only make bourbon in America. Now a lot of people thought the bourbon it was only made in Kentucky, but no, it has to be made in America. And to be actually called bourbon it has to be stored in or bottled in glass bottles. 
has to no additives, no preservatives, no coloring, and uh, four years I think is the minimum age of like aging. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, we grew up in Indiana, surrounded by cornfields, and I didn't know if you guys there was a, a distillery in Indiana that like, the, from the cornfields that we knew and we grew up with. But the extra is back in the day, a farmer would. Uh, you know, grow his crops and then get enough for his family, maybe enough to sell to other families. Then whatever's left over, he turned into into bourbon. And uh, it became in the story of bourbon itself. If you haven't watched the show uh, Neat on Hulu, it's a movie called Neat. And that's when you're ordering a drink Neat. You're just getting like, you know, two fingers of this just straight, just right out on a, on a glass. And how you're supposed to smell it, you're supposed to like, uh, not to stick your nose in it because you're going to vape your nose out. You're supposed to stick your, your nose and have your mouth open. And, and breathe into your nose and your mouth at the same time. And you can really smell the, the sweetness of the corn when you do that without the, with the super vapors. If you just go in with your nose uh, like a wine and stick it right down in the glass, you're going to burn your, vapor, your your nose out and not get the actual hints of the, of the flavors. But, uh, but yeah, and, and normally, you know, there's no wrong way to drink bourbon. You feel like a little, maybe a sip of a little water, hold it in your mouth, and then put a sip of whiskey and swish it around, and then build up to where you're drinking it just straight. But we're drinking this straight right now, Responders Bourbon. Where is it going to be available out here so people who want to go out and buy a bottle or taste it, where, where, where are they putting it first? Yeah, I don't know. So it, whatever Cisco's, you know, wherever they're at now. So they're going to pitch it to their current customers, and whether it's a, a restaurant or retail shop, liquor store, so, that, what is, at the, was this bike club that you got? Oh, okay, going the bike on? shed. Yeah, so that's what, one of the reasons why we came out as well. So we're meeting with the, the ownership team of the bike shed today, which is in the LA Arts District, um, which is a great facility. Highly recommend you guys go uh, or everybody go to it. But uh, we're, they're going to be their first place that's going to probably carry it in LA. So um, super excited about that. We're going back there this afternoon. And it is a fantastic place called the Bike Shed. Yeah, I've only seen uh, pictures of it that you sent me online at this place, and yeah. it does look fantastic. It is a fantastic Say the venue. name of it again. The Bike, bike Shed. Sh- yeah, bike they, shed. Be- they began um, in London, so in Shoreditch. Their, their first club was in London, uh, so they're Great. all uh, British, and they just opened their first club here. So. Awesome. And uh, hopefully they'll, they'll pick it up and have it down there. So we're going to give this a, a taste right now. Now, here's the thing, you guys. Like, why don't you just put Responder Bourbon in your, the Blind Barrels box, Frank? Well, just like everybody else who sends their uh, their whiskeys from around the nation, all their wh- bourbons and ryes and wheats, that uh, we blind taste them before they even go in the box. So, I mean, it, there is no uh, nepotism or, or preferential treatment. So, I mean, if Kevin's going to get in the box, it's got to be goddamn good. <laughs> and so, I can't, imagine, I can't imagine being anything else knowing you. So, let's, so, let's yeah. give it a little tasty testy here. Salute. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh brother! Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, it is. That is uh, very, very smooth. Saying, I mean, people are like smooth, but no, it is. Yeah, it's a very smooth whiskey. It's, and that's a hard word to come by. We found that out um, with our research and you know development, but we knew it because, had to Kevin, be. You don't want, you don't want when somebody does a shot that they're like, ah, no. ah, ah. You don't want that, right? No, you want correct. it to just be like, mm, that's good. Honestly, we don't want them doing shots. We want them put it in a glass, yeah. drink it however yeah. they want, whether they're mixing it with sip something it, on right. ice or neat and sip on it. That's what whiskey was meant to be. It wasn't really yeah. meant to be in shots. Yeah, it's not yeah. a shot. Usually shots was back when the you know, back in the days when whiskey was going through a boom and people were just making whiskey out of anything. They weren't aging it properly, they weren't coloring it. I mean, like the color comes in the barrel, mm-hmm. and if it wasn't, you know, 
they call it the white dog when basically the the, the distilled liquid goes into the barrels mm-hmm. and there's no color to it but the color and the, and the flavor from the burnt comes out the barrels, barrels comes from the barrels and some people back in the day unscrupulous characters are just trying to jump on the you know the economic boom of whiskey and they, they, they put tobacco spit in it to, to color oh, it yeah, up yeah. and acid to oh, give it a God. little bit more of a harsh people, people were dying left and right and that's when the, the government had to get involved and uh, started the bond and bottle where basically it, it was regulated I mean, bef- before the FDA before food was regulated whiskey was the first thing the government actually regulated and said you can't make this any other way but this way because so I mean as far as mm-hmm. government regulations about quality on something. And that is good stuff. It's a responder bourbon. Is there any direct to customer as far as like a website? Can you can they buy it online? Yeah, so we do have you cannot buy it online. Not, um, yet. not yet, but we anticipate happening by the end of July that we'll have a wholesaler that can sell directly online. We cannot do that as the brand right. or the distiller. Um, but uh, right now the only way we can sell it is through distillers. Or excuse me, through distributors who have their own network of you know customers. But they can follow you on uh, on Instagram. I know you guys have an Instagram. So what, yep. what does the Instagram handle? It's at Responder Bourbon. Uh, at Responder at Bourbon. Responder Bourbon. Yep. All right, blow that up right now, okay, folks? Go there, Go there and now. and follow it uh, at Responder Bourbon, and uh, be sure and uh, look for their their updates where they're going to be located yes. in Los Angeles. Maybe yep. since you have a lot of LA followers we'll now, definitely post always that, post so. what bars are yes. picking it up and they can go get it. And like I said, some of the proceeds go to help uh, the the heroes, the fallen for the fallen and uh, their families. Which is uh, and I knew uh, Greg, mm-hmm. yeah, our, our friend who uh, was was taken way too soon from from his family in the line of duty. So oh, I appreciate uh, you you coming out and. Uh, we got Should I Stay or Should I Go coming up next. You guys want to stick around and uh, be guest judges for Stay or Go. We'll sip more of this wonderful whiskey. And we got Carl's Jr. here. You came in on a good day. Carl's Jr. stopping by. They got the new primal menu. They got the Beyond Raptor burger and also the Angus Thick burger that has prime rib actually on the burger. So, wow. This pairs well. It's actually very. It is very, yeah. Pairs perfectly. <laughs> Uh, you guys want to ask uh, Kevin anything? Uh, I mean, I guess we got to take a break right now. But when we come back, anything you want to know about uh, us growing up together? <laughs> I don't know. Any stories he could possibly tell? I'd be surprised, too. You how, were part uh, of that how naked. Rad was, uh, how, uh, how awesome was uh, Frank's mullet back in the day? Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> I, was, I was one of the first ones to have a mullet in school. Then yeah. you had a nice, healthy mullet yourself. Oh, yeah, we all did. It was, it was a sports thing at the time, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, Were you ever involved in that naked frisbee with uh, Frank? I can't implicate myself. <laughs> He's a SWAT commander. <laughs> Frank says his nickname was Bone back in the day. Did, what I, was the sleaziest or like uh, <laughs> most? Little, I don't know. Low, lowbrow thing that you saw him do? Oh my gosh. Uh, oh my God! I, I, I don't think I can just. We yeah, don't have enough time for that. I, but there, yeah, can't, I can't. Again, I would be implicating myself because oh, I either witnessed there. it or encouraged yeah. it. So I don't want to be. I don't want to do that right now. Maybe after uh, after yeah, after some after some more shots of responder. I'm sure the, the 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 stories will be told. That's what you do with whiskey. You open a bottle. You keep it open. You sit around with your friends. You sit around with your family. And you just talk. Because whiskey is a walk through time itself. Because it's, you know mm-hmm. it has to age. So yeah, you leave a bottle of whiskey open and you you. You kill it with friends. If you ever open a bottle that's like 15 years or older, you, uh, you share that with friends and family, and you drink the whole bottle. You don't put a cork in it. Because the most fragile thing at that table is everybody who's sitting at that table. That, there's always going to be an 18-year-old bourbon. But everybody there at that table might not be there the next time around. 
So, next, so you kill that bottle and you have yeah. the best time of your life. That's All what right? it's for. That's what it's for. All right, we're going to come right back. It is time for Stay or Go. We're going to decide if a band has what it takes to stay in the music business or if they should get out of it today. All right? 818-955-2955 is the number. Keep it here. We're Heidi and Frank.